It's your boy Country South Got something to say Episode 77 Let's go What's happening It's your boy DJ Big Dream The Dirty Thirty Representer And it's the heavily orchestrated Never duplicated Lyrical symphony Known as the Eternal One Eternity Holding it down For the South Yeah Man what to do Facebook This is episode 77 of the South Got something to say uh, It's good to hear from you guys And see you guys Back here with us For sure uh, we're getting this thing started as usual. Uh, let's start off with you, man. Turn, tell us about your week, bro. I know it's been kind of short. Oh, it's gonna be real short. Mercury retrograde is what happens when Murphy's law takes too many quaaludes. <laughs> That's all I got. It's been that kind of week. So I be hearing people say Mercury is in retrograde, and I seen like a post just right. showing that we're actually in retrograde right now. Right. Can you explain that? What that means? I don't so, know. What that means. Essentially, when uh, Mercury goes into retrograde, it tends to uh, reveal things in people's lives, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular particular Mercury retrograde was said to reveal uh, the truth behind a lot of your relationships. And it was going to test a lot of stuff. You was going to basically find out who for you, who not for you. Uh, stuff that you didn't know was going to come to light, so on and so forth. And, you know, you really don't know what to expect. But uh, in the last 10 days, I done dealt with all that shit. Hmm. So I think it's over with in like a couple of days. Uh, so it happened to certain people? Say so what now? It just happened to certain people or something? Um, I mean, it could really happen to anybody. I'm going to be honest with you. But I also think that. A lot of me feels like you kind of got to be in tune with your spiritual side, so to speak. Um, and and being honest, man, like if, if you are in to, you know, that part of yourself, then you got to do the work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to whoop your ass and you just got to do what you got to do to fight and stay fighting because it'll make you want to give up quick. That's that's real talk. Um, but essentially, you know, sometimes retrogrades are good. Sometimes they, you know, kind of have carry a negative energy. For me, this one kind of carried a negative energy. But, uh, you know, life happens. Things happen. And all we can do is roll with the punches till it get better. So how often does Metro, I mean, not Metro, is Mercury retrograde? Yeah, Metro don't uh, <laughs> A couple of times a year. Oh, so it does this a lot? Yeah. During the year? Every year? Yeah. Oh. Other times a year. Some, oh. Now, I'm going to tell you, though, like, and it's not always the same amount of time. Like, earlier this year, mm-hmm. Mercury retrograded for like two and a half months. But it, it, it didn't affect me at all. It didn't affect me at all. And this is where, this is where the conversation gets a little bit deeper that I don't fully, I don't have the time right now. To get into that conversation, but you know, is we still recording? We live. Yeah, yeah. My shit keep uh, lagging out like I'm playing Call of Duty. But to see yours on, I don't know. I don't know what's But um, but yeah. So like lunar phases mm-hmm. happen for people. You know what I'm saying? If if you are into like your, you know your zodiac, I, I truly believe that like astrology, astronomy, all that stuff have uh. A purpose and a point for our lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like know my star chart, all that kind of stuff. And it might be mental, but 
all the shit that been happening to me been like real physical and literal and you know financial and shit like that. So I can't say that it's just me mentally when stuff literally is just popping out the blue, popping out the blue, and it's almost like. Every time, it's like anything that can go wrong will go wrong, which it's, is why I said it's like Murphy's Law. It's retrograde and a bad thing normally? See, that it affects different people at different times. And that's what, so the thing so is. So normally it's bad? It's like. It affects different people at different times, like new moons in Libra. Bro, I don't get that. You keep saying it's a, it affects different people at different times. Here's but the thing. Okay, so here's the thing. It affects different people in different ways, is what you mean? Because there are multiple ones throughout a year, mm-hmm. it affects different people at different times throughout the year. So that person that get affected, do it normally be bad? It can, it can be either or. It can be okay. Because what, what I'm saying is, is, like when it was a retrograde earlier this year for like nine weeks, mm-hmm. oh bro, I was having like the best luck of my life. Mm. But here we are in a three week time frame, and for like the last two weeks, it's been shit. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to figure out was retrograde. I mean, I mean was <laughs> was retrograde always going on for me? Because it may be just going on for a little while for y'all, but it might be constant for me. But if it's something good, it, it probably ain't going on for me. I, I, I we'll talk about it a little bit more off the air because I mean that conversation can get deep and it can get long and it ain't. Yeah, I got you. I'll just ask the quick. I just you know curious. Yeah, no, I got you. But what about you, country? Uh, man, my week has consisted of nothing. So. I huh. I um spent a bunch of money getting prepared to go to Vegas. Mm. Going to Vegas tonight, ish. Um, what time y'all leave? Man, I can't get Dream to give me. First off, I'm planning this. I planned this whole trip with Dream. Mm. So now that I'm asking for like. The real questions, I can't get straight. And like it's the same. It's not <laughs> nothing's changed, bro. It's the exact same. When you talk in dream, you can't get straight answers. Now, like the whole time I was like, man, whatever. I'll let you figure it out. But now it's time for me to know stuff. So I kind of prepare myself. I'm asking and I still can't get straight answers. So, bro, I really don't know what time we leaving. Sounds fun. I don't know what time. Bro, I don't know what time my flight is. Only thing I know is that we land in Vegas around 10. 30. 30, apparently. Yeah, that's all I know, bro. Ten thirty, daytime. That's yeah. twelve thirty, your time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, please make this make sense, but then I realized, yeah, time frame. Yeah, two hours different. Right, familiar. Three hours, three hours and forty minute flight, some shit like that. It's a three hour forty minute flight. I mean, he could have just shot me a and picture of the ticket. To be landing at what time? Ten thirty. That ain't even physically possible right now. It is nine thirty one. No, ten thirty in the morning. Oh, in the okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten thirty in like, the morning. <laughs> I was like, y'all gonna get the ten thirty daytime tonight? We missed no it. No, the hell. Already. <laughs> we missed it already. Where y'all flying from? Because uh... so then I asked him. I was like, hey man, you didn't y'all flights didn't get canceled, did it? He's like, bro, why would they cancel our flights? <laughs> and I was like, boy, they canceling their flights. Like they have whole news stories about canceling flights right now. For no reason. Like, all the airlines has been canceling flights for no reason lately. So, I saw that. And I was really glad that I wasn't on this weekend. As opposed to, like, my flight got canceled. And they didn't even tell us. But right. then, apparently, like, the next weekend, they canceled, like, thousands of flights. Yeah. They've been canceling flights like crazy. That's 
Bro, do you know? Bruh. This is the so counseling flight before you go somewhere right. ain't that bad. Counseling flight after you leaving somewhere sucks, but you know you're gonna get enough flight to get home. Right. Eventually you're gonna get home, right? right. But bro, they counsel people layover flights. Mm. Oh. So you're in the middle of nowhere. So oh. <laughs> you fly out of Mobile to Denver. You stuck in Denver. And Denver to Vegas, but they counsel your Denver to Vegas. So now you just in Denver. Right. You wanna tell you when you don't want to be stuck in Denver? October. Bro, we went to Seattle. Last October. We had to go through Denver. When I left Seattle, it was 67 degrees. It was cool. We was great. We was you know, we were straight. Bro, we landed in Denver, it was 13 degrees. Uh uh-uh. It was snow. Everywhere we was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then we landed in New Orleans. It was ninety. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though. Like that was up. I'll fly straight. Yeah. All right. So we going straight from New Orleans to Vegas. But right. I mean, just imagine taking a layover flight and then they canceling your flight. Nope. Nope. Bro, what you do? Get high in Denver. I'm going to get. High. <laughs> I'm going to find a dispenser just just to say I did it in Denver. Bruh. It's the Mile High City. True, but, but even <laughs> think about this though. Uh, think about this though. You get there, they cancel your flight. That's tragic. But they ain't just cancel yours. It's probably three hundred other people on your flight. Oh, y'all stuck in the airport, bro. So everybody is trying to call, mm. bro. The wait time be like five, four five hours for airlines. Do you mm. know that? Yeah, like four five hour wait times for calling for airlines. I called in the morning when my flight got canceled. It took me 40 minutes. It was 8 o'clock in the morning. Bruh. Mm. I'll be mad, dog. Anyway, man. Dream, tell us about your week, bruh. I don't remember shit. <laughs> you almost died on me yesterday. Welcome, welcome to my world. It seemed like we just had this conversation yesterday, and I remember talking about, you know, RIP to my aunt. I don't remember nothing after that. You almost died yesterday. What I do yesterday? When I met you at the mall, you was oh, on oh, your last leg. The dieting shit is killing me. Uh, working out, dieting. Brown, long, long. What have I done, Greg? He ain't done Anyway, <laughs> moving on. I don't think I've done shit. I, I had to make a move this weekend, which, you know, it was some shit I can't really talk about. That was Saturday and Sunday. What did I do the rest of the time? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it, bro. I was here. I'm still here, y'all. I ain't died yet. I'm still kicking like a chicken. TikTok like a motherfucker. Still throwing my TikToks up, bro. Hey, bro. You gonna get it? Tell us about your week, or you gonna move on? That's it. TikToking and shit. You can tell us about it. Uh, 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 let it go. Y'all go check me out on TikTok, DJ Big Dream, man. <laughs> bro, bro, just babble for like three minutes straight. He's like, "What did I do?" Anyway, Dave Chappelle the closer. I've been seeing y'all talking about. it. I've been waiting on this moment. <laughs> Dave Chappelle the closer. So let's start off and just talk about how we rated the show, right? Okay. Dream, Dave Chappelle the closer. What's your key points? Your takeaways? Your overall rating? One out of ten. You said all that too fast. I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan, so I'm gonna rate everything he do pretty much ten. He's, I think he's a genius. The way he progressed through his shows, 
whoever, I mean, however he write it, man, it's so amazing. You know, the cliffhangers he hit you with this. So real, but funny at the same time. This dude's a genius, man. You know what I mean? He's a genius. I mean, he ain't been telling jokes no more. There ain't no punchlines. ain't no setups. He just hitting the face with real facts. And the shit's so fucked up, it's funny. Yeah. I get it. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It turned to key points, takeaways, one out of ten. Um, bro, I'm going to just be real. I gave it, I'm going to say a nine. And the only reason I'm giving it a nine is because it's only an hour. Mm-hmm. And not to say that it had to go longer than an hour, but about a good 12 to 15 minutes of it, we had, like, the, the story, the the main reason that it's controversy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That story about the comic that he met Daphne. and befriended Daphne, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had heard that a couple of times before, and I just kind of wish we'd have had a little bit extra mm-hmm. other than that. Because I've, like, I think in either one or two of his more recent stand-ups that he put on Netflix, he told that story. And, and I mean, that, that's really the only thing that I wish was a little bit different. I wish we'd have got just a, a little bit more. I don't know if I ever heard that story before. I don't remember that either. Bro, I'm I'm t- I don't. If it wasn't on one of them specials, it was something that he did not too long ago. Because when he started talking about it, you knew. I, I knew the story. Uh-huh. And and that's that's the What only- story is it? Can we talk about it? The yeah, Daphne story? The Daphne yeah. story. Because I'm missing something. Uh, the Daphne story was the, um, he was doing shows. In Vegas, right? Yeah, he was doing a residency in Vegas. And she was always at his show, always at his show, always at his show. And then he and Amina... Mm-hmm. Um, she was trans. She was trans, right? He ended up meeting her and she tells him that she's been a fan and she always wanted to, she wanted to do stand-up, she, so forth, so on. So when he got ready to shoot this special, he uh, called her and said... No, Sticks and Stones special. Yeah. It was the six. So he called her and said he wanted to open for him. And she opened for him. And she bombed. You don't remember that story? Mm-hmm. Did you watch the closer? Yeah. I don't know how the fuck I missed it. Bro, that was a huge part of the... Like, like it drove home the point. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I gotta watch it again. Mind you, the teacher was in there with me. Damn. Yeah. She was in the room, like, and shit. When I was trying to watch it. I mean, the shit, what does that mean? Teacher. <laughs> Never mind. It doesn't say it yet. You get it? What is it? Tisha. Bro, so what's your rating, bro? Uh, I'm giving it a nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. All right, so for me, I gave it an eight. Okay. Um, Didn't give it a quite a nine. I Now, mind you, eight is a strong rating. My tens are rare, right? I rarely give out a ten. True. A ten, I think it was Bird Box Revelation I gave it a ten to. The one where he was sitting on the stool. Yeah. Ten, right? Okay. Just because... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm big on the tens are rap for me. Um, but eight, it would have been nine. Nine is a perfect score for the most part for me. If I give some a nine, it's pretty much perfect score. Cause tens are super rare. Right. I can only reserve tens for the classic of classics, right? My beautiful my beautiful dark twist fantasy it's a solid classic. Gotcha. Life changing, generational changing, that kind of stuff. Right. But I give it an eight because it started slow. Okay. Started really slow. Like that first 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes, I was like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like it really felt like he was finna miss. Mm-hmm. 
And but he was building to a point. Right. And he told jokes that became relevant later. Right. Right. Because he is the king of uh of the callback. Yeah. He called these jokes back. So like like the first time initial watching, first time seeing it, the Space Jews jokes was like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, Ugh, that's kinda rough. rough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was in the first like twenty minutes. Yeah. I was like, ooh, it's kinda rough. I remember he said one of them jokes, man, and somebody was like, Oh, he goes, <laughs> he said, if that's bad. Shit's about to get worse. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yeah, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, but he called it back, which made every that tied everything together, made right. it all make sense. Right. Right. But I was like, oh, okay, get it. Perfect. Perfectly get it now. Um, and that Space Jews joke, which is sounds terrible, actually means a lot more on paper than you would know. But it takes a lot more thought process than just watching it to get that one. Right. Um, but overall, eight, right? Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. I've watched it three times now. Okay. Because I know the art of uh, somebody that's that good at talking, you're going to miss some stuff. And every time I've caught stuff that I missed before. Okay. You know, so definitely a, a, a great watch. So the reason why I didn't, we didn't talk about this last week is because it was a bigger conversation, right? How counts culture is after him heavy right now. Counts culture is really out them heavy right now. So, what's some of the stuff y'all seen over the week that's been that you've seen about the whole council culture? Now we had a big re- reveal today. Netflix finally spoke. Yeah, but you know, b- uh, before that, what was some of the stuff you saw? I mean, essentially, it's like uh, there were people from the trans community yep. speaking out and gay and regular gay people. Yeah, the, the, the LGBT, gay black man. Yeah, the gay black comedian. Had a whole spill on it. it was good too. I didn't hear that. So tell good. us about that. Yeah, who who is? It? I don't know. Teacher, got name? She showed it to me. But um, he was one hundred percent Dave Chappelle side, full on gay. I mean, flamboyantly gay. You know what I mean? Not nobody okay, hiding okay, on that shit. I mean, I'm saying it's different versions. This dude here is one that's proud to be gay. Is what yeah, I'm saying. But you, you know we I mean? know, we also know that you would go too far. Not really. Yeah. Really? No, this guy will understand me. And I like the way he talked. Like he's saying, well, just you can't be mad. Him. He said, you can't be mad at a person on the way they were raised. They're like, you can't be mad at me the way I turned out. You know what I mean? Dave, um, I mean, you got to free the, these comedians. I'm a comedian. I give worse jokes about our community than he ever will. And I'm like, facts. And then he was like, uh, and then how y'all going to cancel the motherfucker who canceled himself? Yeah, somebody was like, <laughs> oh, he canceled you on Twitter. That ain't a real place. Yeah, he, I don't well, well, he about canceled Twitter? himself and walked away for fifty million dollars. Yeah, so he, and, how and he said, said that. He, he said, said, "How are you gonna cancel that. this dude, right? You know, Dave don't give a damn about what John's doing. Like, cancel him? That's Dave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he was like, he think that one, they're too sensitive. Now, I'm not saying this. This is what he said. Well, I Darren feel the same way though. But he said, one, I think you're too sensitive. And I mean, if, if you gonna get mad every time somebody say something. Then, I ain't getting none of that. I ain't getting nothing on my line. Tell you something wrong with my shit. Listen. But um, I, I wish she could give me more information on it because I only see that one. It's pretty good. What the fuck? But <clears throat> to clean up when he yeah, lost. Somebody it. said gay yeah. ain't trans, but okay. Exactly. That's why when we were talking about trans earlier. I said, this guy ain't trans. He's gay. Yeah. It was a regular dude. Yeah, I don't think they happy with the conversation. Cause Darren Fleet Comedy. That's the guy now. Y'all should look it up. Really good. 
What? Nobody else can see this chat with us. <laughs> I don't know. Some people just listening. Yeah, Remember? for the people that just listening, they That's can't. what I'm saying. So speaking whole sentences, bro. <laughs> Aaron Fleet Comedy is the guy. That's the other nigga. See y'all can pull that up on YouTube. He speaks some real good shit. Um, so <laughs> I'm with you. So uh, what's the lady? So first off, this one thing that I that caught that got me, right? This caught me early, right after it happened. The showrunner, showrunner for Dear White People. Was like I'm canceling Dave Chappelle. I'm not doing no more work for Netflix if they gonna let him continue to be on this platform. And we all knew that was gonna end very badly for her. Yeah, because Dave Chappelle, her, Dave Chappelle, her. He turned down fifty million dollars, so we know he's worth a ton of money. Yeah, dear white people, aren't for isn't. For black people. And I don't think and I don't think they're renewing after this season that they're finishing now. So first off, I watched all the seasons of Dear White People. Okay. But it's something like we're even watching it, it's something eerie about it, right? Okay. It's like eh, it's kind of missing something, right? It doesn't feel as authentic as it should. Not a bad show. Right. But not a great show. Right. Then season four comes around and it's a musical. Every episode is a musical. Every episode is a musical. I mean, like a completely different show from the first to the second, right? Mm-hmm. Every episode is a musical. I have no idea what was the thought process with this. And I know it plays into the narrative of the season, but like, yo, like, don't know if y'all know, black people don't really rock musicals like that. I think I can speak for most people. I like musicals. You can speak for the black, the, the majority of the black caucus. <laughs> uh, I like, like musicals. Do you? Every night. Okay. <laughs> I mean, only I can deal with one. I, only music I ever liked is Tyler Perry's in the beginning and Little Shop of Horror. Bro, go watch Hamilton. How, Hamilton's dope. But like, no. And the Heights was dope too. But I don't know if you watched Little Shop, so Little Shop of Horror was fire. That's, that's yeah, a classic. It is. That's a classic. But Princess and the Frog. The Disney movies, right? The Disney cartoons, they're dope because, yeah. and they're musicals, right? Yeah. They're not complete musicals, but they have musical selections. Right. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that. You know, Disney movies going to be some singing ass movies. Yeah. yeah. But like a straight, like high school musical, bro, I'd rather watch Paint Dry. <laughs> straight up. I'm out, bro. I don't do no real hardcore musical. I think was Grease a musical? I consider Pitch yes. Perfect. Yeah, Grease yeah. was uh, a musical, but it also had intermission. Pitch Perfect is a musical, technically, too. Yeah. And Pitch Perfect is great. <laughs> He's like, yeah, to you. Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so she's like, we're counseling you. He's like, yo, yo, listen. First off, I feel that everything everybody's saying, right? But one thing for sure, two things for certain. Sorry, I can't counsel Dave Chappelle. I mean, because I, I mean, first off, he got paid. He don't get paid for how well the show does. If you do, y'all, I hope y'all know. He doesn't work for cable television or right. uh, public television. Right. He doesn't get paid that way. He get paid up front. Yeah. Right. And they he, give you content. He was paid before the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they bought three. If I'm right, it's three, ain't it? I think no, they it's bought more than three. It's more six. He yeah. bought six? It's six. Yeah. I thought they bought three special from him. Nah, they don't like number five or six. This was like the... This was he like did, has it been that minute? Yeah, he did three... Two... Pe- no. He did... Two two pieces, 
And then he did another solo. One individual and, and then the closer. That's yeah. why it's the yeah. closer. It's six. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's well, he specifically said this is last one yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, so yeah. then, yeah, that's why that's it's why the closer. That's why he was saving it for whatever city he was in. Yeah. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, because he said, shit, I got to so about y'all so bad. <laughs> it's on the fact that I close it here. But um, it's six of them. I didn't know it was that many though. I've only seen three. I've seen every one of them. I did too, but I didn't know it was that many. I've seen every one of them this year. Was that? Did they all release them this year? I didn't know no, no, all all the some of them came out last year. Too. Yeah, and the year before that. Okay, I thought so. They've been coming out since like nineteen. Okay, but I was Monique shit. It year. started around the time that Monique shit started because she was mad mm-hmm. she didn't get it, which deal. was like nineteen yeah. eighteen. But no, I watched all of them this year, and not because I knew the closer was coming. It's just that at times I'm rolling, and then they say, "Watch this again," and guess what's up there? Oh, they spell. I'll be like, "Yeah, let's watch that again." And then they all in one file, now. Okay. And you boom, 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 boom. You're like, man, I forgot how great these were. The thing is, is that so comedy is meant to pick at human insecurities, right? Yeah. Human flaws, human errors, stuff that's wrong with us. You can talk about me in a hurtful way. But at a comedy show, it's meant to make light of for us to laugh at our pain together. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole thing. Do you know how many, how often I talk about stuff that my parents, my grandparents do, that they find funny, and that y'all, you guys, will find funny as well because it's how they was raised and how they was like. My my folks really believe that if the sun go down, it's over. Ain't no more driving unless you go into church. God will only permit you to go to church. Like it's a monster outside that's willing to kill anybody that catch outside unless you go into church. If you ain't going to church and the sun's down, you better be in the house. They believe that. They want hunt, bro. They do not, bro. They'll be here in Mobile, five o'clock. Not if, not mind you, if it ain't daylight saving time, it's before then. Right. But they in Mobile about four o'clock. They oh, girl, the sun's been to start saying we better get up this road. Yeah. Like headlights don't work. You know what I'm saying, bro? I pick at them for that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Do you think that that uh, mentality comes from being surrounded by sundown towns? I mean, I don't I, think they go back far enough for that. No, my, no, no. My, I'm just no. My grandmother does, and they do. Yeah, is, no, for sure they what, do. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is like I've always thought about that. You know what I'm saying? Like as like the monster being, you know, the clan basically. You know what I'm saying? Like being caught. After sundown at the wrong time, I you guarantee know what I'm you that's like, where that's from. You know I what I mean? So I, I know just, a lot of the older folks that they have problems seeing once it get dark, even with the lights. Bro, that ain't my mom issue or my aunties or my grandma for that matter. But my grandma had laces, bro. She don't have to wear glasses. My mom most definitely ain't scared of anything sundown, white man. And she do the same. How old is your mom? Almost sixty. So you know how old my mom is? Oh, my mom's sixty three. My auntie's sixty five. My grandma's ninety. She's finna be 96. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely grew up in a different. My grandma grew up. My mama grew up in segregation. Your mama. My mama ain't been a few years apart. Yeah. Your mama born over 59? 57. Damn, your mama old. Yeah. <laughs> your mama old as fuck. Yeah. I'm going to tell her next time she don't lie. She knows. She probably is. <laughs> she probably is. <laughs> my mama born in 62. Yeah. 57, bro. Yeah. When your daddy born? 57. Are they born the same year? I think he may have been 50, yeah, 56, maybe. He ain't much older, though. My folks would have been around the same age then. Yeah, but that's segregation time. Yeah, no, my, my mom was in, she was going to 10th grade when they desegregated the school, my, integrated my, the school. My dad was born in 59, my mom was born in 60. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she was in going to 10th grade when they integrated schools and they set her back a year. So, of course, if that was going on, you know, racism was super alive. So, yeah, they could have a big chance to do a sundown time. I believe that. I mean, even still, bro, like, it's places I just don't want to be after dark. Like J I mean, four, like when I was, a, I mean, <laughs> even when I was in high school, you couldn't be crawl the track when it got dark. Right. So I mean, I understand that, but I, I would never fear for my life. When I was driving, that's because yeah, that's because you got the army in your backseat. So I was driving through Texas, right, <laughs> and we hit that break, and I was like, Vito, why do I know that name, Vito, Vito, Vito? I hear on the backseat, she say, "Where you at?" I say. That's a damn sundown town. Hey, man, we'll wait till we get to Beaumont before we get gas because I was not stopping. And it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I was not stopping. Been to Beaumont. Beaumont got a real hot Caribbean uh, uh, community. Oh, yeah. Been to Beaumont. Beaumont's nice. Beaumont's real nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, you're right. Like, that's a sundown town. Right. J. Florida. Yeah. Work. Is it, uh, what is it? Coleman, Alabama. Coleman, Alabama. Do not stop in Coleman. Don't stop there. Just don't. And no, bro, I ain't scared, bro. I'm first off, ain't no, I don't know no black folks scared nowadays. Like, bro, all that stuff that went on back in the gap, that ain't going down no more. But I can't tell you this for sure. <laughs> I ain't gonna put myself in situations where that, that's it. Where that's gonna happen that to me. You stop in right Coleman. From my understanding, you stop in Coleman. They sell a lot of fruit there. You stop in Coleman for fruit. They be looking at you like, what you doing here? Yeah. I don't know because I ain't gonna find out. I'm not. But I've heard what plenty of stories. Fruit you eat, boy. That's how they ask when they sell you the fruit. Bro, I knew I'm tripping, bro. I'm breaking up. What kind of fruits you eat, boy? See, I'm more of a Martin Lawrence. So, I'm going to be like, I ain't driving another 30 miles for no damn apple pie. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, you, ma'am, how much do it take for me to turn that white only pie to a nigga pie? <laughs> That's me, man. <laughs> How about I turn you to a nigga pie? Well, let me eat mine first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just saying. But yeah, so back to the close. Sorry, we got on a little tangent just then. But uh, you know, I, this the, the this stand up. He start off with the space Jews, then he go into the baby, right? Right. He make this strong statement Ooh. that. Nobody goes over everybody's head until you bring it back at the end. He says that um, the baby shot and killed a man in Walmart and nothing happened to his he career. He specifically said a nigga. I, I understand, bro. But oh, can, well, no. that's how to, I had to drive the point home because he. he that but, was, but we ain't retelling his jokes, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. So he killed the guy in Walmart, right? And then he turned around and say. But he said some stuff at Rolling Loud. And nothing happened to his career. But he said stuff at Rolling Loud. And now his career is in shambles. So, don't hurt a gay person's feelings. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is, bruh, I'm not, I'm not one to, bruh, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about whatever anybody else's sexual orientation is or lifestyle is. They ain't got nothing to do with me. You feel me? But, I do understand that, like, man, we so quick to counsel people nowadays, which is incredibly crazy to me. Like, first off, give you a good example. John Gruden just uh, got fired. They saying resigned, but it came out that he got fired. Then he resigned, right? right? So, safe face kind of deal. Right. Change the narrative. Because 100%, the 
the owner showed up there, and then they said he was removed. And then, like five minutes later, they said he resigned, right. which was to clean it up. Right? They gave him the they gave him the the ability to to leave the job for on his own, which is our respect, bro. These emails and stuff was over ten years old. I want to touch on that. Okay. I'm dying to touch on that. I didn't want. I was trying to wait to the right time. You gonna, you gonna let me finish my thought? Bro? Yeah, I was trying to wait to the right time, but you brought it in before I can get to it. Yeah, go ahead. So ten years ago, he he spoke on that, right? Now, was it inappropriate? Yes. Was a lot of stuff said wrong? Yes. Is does it make him a bad person? No. Can he learn and change and grow from that? Absolutely. I don't think. That warrants cancellation. Now, should he be removed as head coach? Probably. His team may not be able to respond immediately to 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 the stuff that the information that they just received. Right. This fresh information they just received should that be uh can they respond to that going towards a season that ain't even halfway through yet? Right. Probably not. I can understand why he probably need to be removed. But to Put him in a situation where it's like you're gone forever, I think is wrong, right? I don't think that defines a person for life. Now, mind you, it's part that's part of the problem because our organizations is ruled by majority white up top in a lot of different organizations. So that turns into it's being acceptable. He didn't know he did something wrong until it came out. Right. Right. And when it came out, you feel like shit because now you know you did something wrong. Uh-huh. But the reason why it took ten years to come out because the organization that don't that happened then all felt like it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh-huh. Now, I guarantee you, it's other people around the league right now sweating. Oh yeah, hoping that oh snap, I hope my information don't get right. exposed. And that's kind of like you know what I'm saying. But I don't think do we cancel them for life? No. Is it a learning moment? Absolutely. I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to let you go ahead. Give me your. Okay, all that shit you just said, I hated it. Fucking stupid. That's my point. Now, the reason why that was so important, the John Gruden shit, is because it tied directly back to the Dave Chappelle's part. Let me tie these two together. The way Dave told the joke about the baby, he said, I'm here to negotiate the release of the baby. From the LGBTQ community. You know what I mean? I need y'all to let him go. He said, because, I mean, I don't know if y'all know this fella. I mean, the, bad, the boy's wild, man. He's wild. You know, he talked. He was like, you know, he once killed a nigga in Walmart on camera. In front of everybody. Nothing happened to his career. Matter of fact, he motivated him. Yep. Killed the nigga. Y'all know where I'm going with this? <laughs> and then to settle with something beautiful behind it. You can kill a black man in front of the world, nothing bad happens to you. But if you hurt a gay person feeling, you're done. You're done. You're done, son. Now, just to tie in, because I don't know how you much you really been watching John Gruden stuff. Fuck John Gruden. Fuck John Gruden. He ain't shit. A lot of them no shit motherfuckers be like that and they get away with it until they get caught. And this is why it's so touching. When the shit first hit with John Gruden, the first set of emails was 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. But then they surfaced some more. Let me tell you why. The first one was just racism. He was talking about this other black guy that was in the league. He was talking about the head of the uh, NFL PSA. That's right. He was only talking about him. But everybody felt sorry for him. A lot of black folks were like, well, 
You know, I've been around for several years. I've never seen any racism in him and blah, 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 blah. Nothing bad. Because us the black folks, we're the most forgiving people on earth. You can kill my brother in his house for no reason, and I will hug you in court. Facts. We're the most forgiving people on earth. So everybody was forgiving about it. Whoever wanted John Gruden wanted him more. So they released new emails. And in the new emails, he was talking about gays and transgenders. And the emails of the Washington Redskins women uh, showing their titties. Sent them email to him. Uh, somebody from the Washington Redskins, one of the top guys over there, was taking pictures of the uh, cheerleaders' titties and sending them to him. I mean, just the bare titties. They released all that because the first one didn't work. The racism wasn't good enough. They ain't good enough. Not enough to get you fired in America. You can do what you want to do, black folk. That don't matter. But then they threw in the other part to go ahead and really counsel him. When them came out, he was done. He was done. And that go right back to what Dave Chappelle said. Okay. So, wait. Before you continue, I do want to fact check you on your wrong on You're something. wrong to check me. Huh? Get, get on to you checking. Yeah. So, all the emails that came out were from 10 years ago. No. Some came from seven years ago. Unless the news got it wrong. Because that's why I got it off of the news. Okay. Well, from my sources, all of them came from 2011. Now, if some yeah, came... The, the original war. That's why so I said the original war. But even so, if... Even so, if some came from 2000... I mean, from seven years ago, that is 2014? Yes. Well, they didn't give us a year. I now, mean... When I, when I, when I watched the news... The original was the one you said from 10, 11 years ago. That's the first time I seen it. But then when I seen it, the second come out... They was for they said for seven years. So I don't know when he became head coach at. Well, he can't. He oh, had, he wasn't there then. He wasn't there then. No, he so wasn't he, a coach. Jesus no, Christ! Yeah, let me coach. finish. Damn. I mean, how can I tell you what the fuck we cross family if I can't send it to afterwards? No, but let me get my point across. You're just talking over me. You're stepping on me. Okay. Let me get my point across. So from what I'm reading, I just looked it up, mm -hmm. and it said all on from 2011. But bigger than that, even if it was just seven years ago, and he didn't realize it was wrong until it came out. Right, so I'm not saying he ain't a shitty person. I never said that. I said he can change. I said he's capable of changing. Don't cancel a man for something that he was wrong about because he can be fixed. You didn't feel that way about R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a habitual person who continued to I mean, do the same behavior even after he was caught on several occasions. No, I don't feel that way about R. Kelly. He shows the example that, guess what? 95% of pedophiles repeat offend. Facts. But he didn't know he was wrong for being racist? He didn't think what it was racist. I, mean? I don't even think he thought it was racist. How? How you not know... That you doing some racist, bro? Have you not? Bruce, first off, first off, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa I mean, whoa, I'm whoa, lost whoa. on that. Bro, you work with just as many as uh, people of a different race as me, as me. Yeah. And you've heard people say something that was like, "Whoa, bro, that's racist." Fact, fact. And fact. then they be that. like, "I get that." And they be looking I like, "Huh?" Look at it like that. Yeah, they yeah. be looking like, "Huh?" Like, yeah, they just don't know, bro. Ignorance is real. It's yeah. the lack of knowing. That shit's real. But first off, we say stuff that's racist that we don't know is racist. Mm. And black people can't be racist. <laughs> that's a fact. We can't be racist. But we do say stuff that's racist sometimes. Right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't matter. I don't care if it was 11 years ago, uh, seven years ago, bro. He, he just, now mind you, he probably didn't know how he was terribly wrong for saying this shit because he was. But the only reason why I came out and they found more of his emails. They didn't find more of his emails. They found more Washington Redskins emails because they. FBI is searching 615,000 
Watch some Redskins emails. See, I ain't know where the other ones come from. All I'm saying, so most so came every out. every email came from that same source. So the NFLPA is saying that they want to look into email probes for every team now to find more people like him. Ooh. That's a lot of fucking emails to read, but that's what they want to do. Because yeah, it's a boys' club up top, bro. Ain't no oh, black ain't no owners. Doubt. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no black owners. And guess what? Bro, I'm going to tell you, and we all know Warren. Man, Warren on our sister show said something that didn't get aired. They cut it out. And it was terribly racist if heard by me, you, or him without context. Okay. But we all know Warren, and no Warren ain't racist at all. Mm-mm. He's probably one, like, he's, he grew up in a different area. Yeah. Like, he don't even understand it. Like, for the most part, we be educating on him on what makes stuff racist. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's that kind of guy. He's that young. We educated him on stuff that makes stuff racist because he just don't understand the concept right. of seeing like people different and beneath him. He said something that was screaming racist. They cut it out the show. He had it. So what if that would have went out to the world? Then 20 years from now, he graduated from college and get this job and that shit surfaced and now they don't give him the job for it. Yeah. John Gruden like. Six to seven years old. I understand, bro. <laughs> I'm not giving John no slack, bro. I pro- when but, I seen it when it first happened, I was like, "Fuck him." He can, he can, he can be fixed, bro. I mean, he can like people. I, you got to give him opportunity to mess up again. In my opinion, that's my opinion, bro. Please don't hold me accountable for something I done in my youth, unless I do it again. He was fifty when he did it. <laughs> <laughs> True. I ain't giving him. Hey, that was, a, hey, that was a good point, though. Yeah, I ain't giving him no slap. If he wasn't gonna make it, I was gonna make it. <laughs> no, hey, that was a good point. Yeah, that was a good he's point. like he was fifty, though. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a really good point. I'm not giving up no ass man. Hey, I, chances so, you know better. So for disclosure, only reason why I'm having this is because I play devil's advocate with everything, even if I agree or not agree. But only reason why I'm really having this is because uh, I feel like somebody had to play the devil's advocate because nobody likes John Rue because John Rue should be a head coach. In my I, and I didn't have a problem. No, he shouldn't be a head coach. First off, Eric Bellamy is the best offense coordinator in the league. Although we're having a rough season right now, but the best offense coordinator in the league. He has taken at least twenty five head coaching interviews and hadn't got one yet. But then you pay John Gruden, the guy who won a Super Bowl off Tony Dungy back. He won a Super Bowl the next year. Tony Dungy fired next year Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl off him. Has had 10 seasons with two playoff appearances with great teams. I don't think he's a good head coach. And they gave him a 10-year, $100 million contract. I'm just saying, I that's white privilege. Definitely. That's white privilege. I don't think, I, so I, yeah, okay, that's why I'm combative, right? Because I know I feel some kind of way about him. And, and I guess that's why I'm combative. Because we talking about, and, and I got a problem with, it, most of them are just screwed up. Bro. Old rich white men, ninety nine percent of them fucked up. Bro, I don't know who this is in our lives. Going no, off, and I, I love it. it. That's, that's I've been wanting to ask. I just didn't want to yeah, nah. stop the show to ask who that that's is. Who? That's my homie. That's honest. She um and she got a podcast too. She live though. I yeah. like her. Yeah. She got a podcast. Yeah. When's she coming on? You heard it. When When's she coming? coming on? She's welcome to come. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear her side of any story. Yeah, she's welcome to come. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I don't want to cut the podcast. Uh, yeah. But I've been liking almost everything she put on the page. So Be careful what you ask for. Oh, she's going to have fun with him. Oh, she's definitely going to have fun with Dream. I'm with it. You know me. <laughs> I can 
talk with the best of them, from the mean ass to the stone cold hood niggas. I'm gonna tell you, bro. Dream is the smartest. Going, that episode, that episode, we're ever. going 30 minutes live. Yeah, we got. And we, we only going th- and we only going thirty minutes live. So that's the only because way. when I tell you y'all two gonna turn the fuck up, y'all gonna turn the fuck up, and I oh. know y'all are. Okay, I know y'all are, and we don't even need that kind of uh, violence on our timeline. She said inboxes. She down. We don't even. We don't no, even we look. Read. We legit. <laughs> we don't even need that. Uh, we don't need that violence on this set. <laughs> Facebook live. We'll be suspended forever. <laughs> but that, I guess that's why I'm so hard on him, bro. I mean, no, no, no. So, I, bro, first off, I, I do want to clean it up. I don't want y'all to think that I was just capping for him. I do feel like people can change, though. We got to give people opportunity to change. I told so, you. before we just straight up counsel somebody, I don't, I'm don't. i not into that. I don't want to straight up counsel anybody unless you're a repeat offender, as in R. Kelly. Repeat offender, bro. Do you just hang out at McDonald's, bro? That, and by high schools to watch kids, bro, that's creepy. Don't do that. But outside of that, I think most people can learn from their mistakes, bro. Trust me, if I touch the... The eye on the stove one time, bro. I'm not gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. And that's life, bro. A lot of time we gotta touch that hot coal or that eye on the stove or that iron to real realize that shit's dangerous. Don't do it again. Yeah, and we I gotta watch you do it. Yeah. Well, all right. That's even better if you can watch me do it. But guess what? That boys' club is bigger than all us, bro. And I don't like nobody in it. Oh no, fuck them boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, back to the clothes though, bro. We gotta like, bro. So more, more on this subject, bro. The clothes. So, um, hey, did we lose everybody on our live? Did everybody leave? Mm-mm. Pretty sure it did. Oh, mine tripped out. I had to go outside. But uh, yeah. Sorry. So, Dave Chappelle, stand up. Was great. Netflix announced today. I thought we was gonna carry this a whole lot longer, but it's not as fresh on my head as I wanted it to be. I got you. I should have watched it again. It, I mean, I, I watched it so many times. I should have watched it again. They so have been fresh because last week I came in prime to talk about. Right. Well, so okay. I, I'm a. I want to lead us, get, please. I kind of want to talk about this point, and and I've only watched it one time. Me too. But what still sits with me is just the fact that, and, and Ani said this earlier. I think it is the summation of the fact that. Why can't we, as black people, organize to not take no shit like the LGBTQIA plus community? And that's literally what the show is about. Say that one more time. So, if, you, if you're going to spell it out, it's the LG, LGBTQIA plus community. They keep adding them letters to it. That, that's why they stop at the plus. Where somebody yeah. got... Oh, I've seen on the... Because Facebook been going up with these conversations. Somebody got mad because they said Alphabet Boys, which is something Dave Chappelle say all the time. Yeah. And he's like, if you say the Alphabet, the Alphabet Boys or Alphabet whatever, the Alphabet Crew, whatever, it's like, you're just as toxic as he is. Yo, full disclosure, that's a lot of initials. You know what they stand for? Lesbian, bisexual, LGBT. Oh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transgender, queer, intersexual, intersexual, wait, wait, intersex. Wait, so what's what, what's intersexual? I'm gonna have to. I, I'm be real, which I gotta look it up. I just know what they stand for. I do. I mean, I host a sex based podcast, so we have to be like open to talk to everybody. So asexual, I know what asexual is. I don't really don't like people, so sometimes I'll be like, "Am I? Asexual? I am lost, baby." <laughs> What's next? What's the other one? That's it. Oh, plus that yeah, it's plus. just a plus, yeah. Okay. 
Intersex, what else, what could be intersex is a general term used for a variety of situations in which a person is born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't fit the boxes of female or male. Sometimes doctors do surgeries on intersex babies and children to make their bodies fit binary ideas as male or female. So it's ba- I'm, I'm I hate to assume, yeah, but from what so. I'm reading, uh, that is someone that like Pat. is born with male and female. Pat. You know what Patty is, right? No, Mad, what was that? Mad TV? What's Pat? You are watching Mad TV. You said somebody born what? Pat. No, I'm talking about. Someone that was born with both male and female parts. That is called a hermaphrodite. Yeah. Pat. I don't know. If, I don't I know. Do, oh, just I, so y'all I know. I really don't know if Pat's offensive. But it's a, it's a, really, it's a reference point. Is it not? It is. Okay, I just want to make sure. I don't, I'm not trying to be a fan. Real quick, so Buck gonna do the work. I want to do the closing. Um, come in tonight. Okay. Um. Yeah. It says intersex people were previously previously referred to as hermaphrodites or congenital yeah. eunuchs in biology. The term hermaphrodite is used to describe an organism that produces both male and female gametes. Mm-hmm. But some people with intersex traits use the term intersex just because. It, it was one in prison one time. We had to ship him. Um, it, I don't know what do you call it a him or a her. Chill. Intersex them they. Them they. Them there are two people. Bro, let's not figure Leave it, it out on, on live, please. Huh. Huh. What well, ain't fucking him? It. it. <laughs> please, bro. Please, Go ahead, my bad. Please, bro. Well, they, they will. They had to get rid of him. Yeah, bro, but it's the way you do it, bro. How do you do it? Not by saying it. I don't know what to say it. Well, don't them say they. anything. Them they. They were fucking them they. Them they had one of them that didn't supposed to be in the male prison. I mean, where we get the concept. Oh. Anyway, so. What I was going to say <laughs> about the closer was the fact that I like how he told, he started with the baby thing. He ended with the baby thing. But uh, I don't think it's. I think about comedians like the Steve Harveys and the Cedric the Entertainers and the D.L. Hughley's and Bernie Mac. Y'all think y'all want to cancel Dave Chappelle? Do they even still play the milk and cookies joke when they show the Kings of Comedy on TV? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm curious to know if they edited it or not. I doubt it. Yeah, it's so classic. I doubt it. It's classic for us, but if they could pull up emails... Or XYZ from 10 years ago mm-hmm. to cancel somebody. They can edit that out. They can edit that out. Bro, I'm telling you, there are so... Everything is changing. But, I mean, I comedy know. is meant for that, though, bro. Like, comedy is meant to poke at our insecurity. I, I get that. I get that. And I think that... I don't know, bro. I don't even know how you find balance in that conversation. I mean, bro, just... I'm going to give you a good example. Andrew Schultz is one of my favorite comics right now. Okay. He's a white guy. And he do these things unapologetic and uh, unsafe sex, right? Sex. And, bro, he don't play. Like, bro, he was in Houston. He was like, man, what's the best barbecue joints down here? He asked. asked he was like, oh, anybody, anybody. Wait, let's do this by racist. So The whites, what do y'all think? The blacks, what do y'all think? Mexicans. 
and they yell out pookies. And he's like, what? Wait a minute. Blacks, how do y'all feel about this? Like, bro, that's a uncomfortable joke. Right. But it's hilarious, bro. Because we can laugh at us. We can yeah. laugh at ourselves. Bro, why can't that community laugh with us, bro? And that's what he said. Laugh with... I'm, he said... And so a lot of people missed this. He said... This is my last joke. It's over. It's over. I will not tell another joke about the LGBTQ that. Mm. See, I can't say it. I won't tell another joke about that until I know for sure that you're laughing with us. You're right. That's the fact, bro. Like, don't. First off, don't take it so hard because it's not meant to be offensive. It's meant to be fun. Tell me one thing that he said that was really offensive. Now, a lot of people took offense to the turf thing, right? J.K. Rowling said she's a turf. Mm. Which stood for... I, I don't even... I have to look it up. Let you look that up. I'll look it up. Go ahead. They was mad about that, right? But, bruh, and this is probably the part where I shouldn't say, because I'm not a comedian, but this is my thought process. This is how I feel. Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Yeah, trans-exclusionary radical feminist, right? So, it's a radical feminist that's exclusionary, that's exclusive for trans, right? Because they don't see trans as women. They're trans that progress to women, right? As a feminist. The whole thing is gender is a fact. Bruh. Don't know how to make this shit sound not real, but it's real. Gender is a fact. Period. Dave Chappelle said every human being in this room, every human being on earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on earth. That is a fact. Now, I'm not saying that to say trans women aren't women. I'm just saying that those peas that they got, you know what I mean? I'm not saying it's a, but it's like beyond or if it's impossible. That's hilarious. <laughs> that shit and was somebody, hilarious. Bro. And a woman brought it back up to me and she was just like, bruh, when he said and pop, I'm fucking, I'm gonna say it, cause yeah, just say it. He, yeah, just we, we was like here now. Oh, we, yeah, we was talking about it. He, she was like, uh, bro, when I heard him call that shit impossible pussy, I hollered. I felt she was like, and, and in that same sense, like while men don't go through cycles, bro, that beet juice joke had me on the floor, bro. It was classic. It was classic. Do you remember that part? Dude, I told you he's a genius, man. That was classic. He, he said, is the Jay-Z of comedians. He said, although, <laughs> it's like that. It's like beyond or impossible. <laughs> bruh, that is a, bro. that's genius level, bro. You're right. I mean, that's, that's why the only reason I give him tears anytime he talk. The man is so smart. It's, it's almost uncomprehensible. Am I saying that word right? Incomprehensible. I mean, the man's that smart, bro. He ain't got to tell jokes for real. He's that genius. He, I think he's the smartest comedian to ever do comedy. I mean, you like you say, you got to watch it a few times to get it all. And you should have to do that and listen to a stand-up comedy in an hour. You do that with battle rap. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. His jokes are double and triple entendrums. It was and when he hits with some fire shit that you don't understand, he do this. <laughs> like he wait for you to catch it. Yeah, because he like know it went over your head. And that wasn't good? All right, never mind. <laughs> you remember, that man is a genius, bro. I mean, 
Bruh, that, the Beyond and Impossible was amazing to me, bruh. It was amazing. And, you know, to, I guess, because we, we've been on this for a minute, to sum it up, um, he goes from that to, uh, at the end, saying that, hey, out, look, I want to negotiate. I mean, he was like, I want, please don't abort the baby, which was a good, corny punchline. Yeah. Great corny punchline. And, uh, um, I was going to say, and especially when you talking about, what women have been dealing with. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Is with dealing with abortion and their bodies. Double their rights. Tantrum. Like he he did that. Mm-hmm. It's a great corner punchline. And um he closed out. He told a story about Daphne and how Daphne was man, Daphne was sounds like an amazing person. And he closed out, he's like, Stop punching down on my people. And that went over so many people head. Mm-hmm. Because the LGBT QIA. QIA movement has accomplished more in a couple of decades than African Americans has ever. Bro, it was one of the funniest things was when he's like, uh, don't downplay. She was like, don't downplay uh, my struggle. It's We've been fighting this battle for decades. And he looked, he was like, hey, what do you call him? Malcolm? No, not Malcolm. I don't remember. What was the name of him, man? I don't remember. He's like, he looked at him and was like, I wish I'd watched it again. Which one of y'all want to tell him? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that was big. Yeah. Like, which one of y'all want to tell him that this been hundreds of years for us? Mm-hmm. That's deep. It was a super deep uh, special, man. Don't take it so hard and see the message. Because we do want to sit down at the table. Clifford. That's what he called him. Clifford. See? <laughs> shout out to her. Um, Clifford the big black nigga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all Cliffords. <laughs> so transition out there. Anybody? Any final thoughts on HP? Any final thoughts? Yeah, um, I'm dead. So transitioning. Uh, it was a. We gonna close out here in the next uh, like ten, fifteen minutes. I don't even know if we gonna last this long on this topic. Honestly, maybe the next ten minutes, but. In Texas, it was a school shooting that happened, I think, earlier last week. Yeah. Texas was a school shooting that happened earlier last week. I heard this. Did not see the news. I don't watch news because it's depressing. I heard this, and I kind of kept it moving. And then, like, because it's so common now, I'm desensitized to it. Like, I hear a school shooting. I don't even look at it anymore. I just hear the bad. Right. right. So then, a couple of days later, comes out. School shooter released on bail. They did what? <laughs> so I seen that. It made me click on it. Then I seen the school shooter was a black kid. I was like, wait a minute. Blow it away at this point. So first off, a couple uncommon things happened here. Mm. School shooters don't get out on bail. Also, school shooters aren't normally black. Facts. So I'm like. Bro, it got to be way more to the store. So I'm talking to my cousin at this point. I'm like, bro, it got to be way more to the store, bro. It got to be. But at the time, it wasn't much more to the store. Right. Other than the fact that it was a picture of his family outside saying he was bullied. And I'm like, man, that ain't enough. But they didn't go into detail. They just said he was bullied. So I'm like, bro, that ain't enough. Got to be way more to the store. First off, a school shooter getting out on bail, I would never expect it to be a black, the first black school shooter. Nor... What I thought it 
like if somebody got on bill from the school, she would be a white guy. Right. right. So, and, and you know, we kind of talked when we was pre gaming before yeah. we got into this. Like when they keep promoting it as a school shooting, and like we talked about, like when I hear school shooting, I think like mass. Like, yeah, yeah, somebody went yeah, out with like yep. assault weapons yep. and just shot up school because their girlfriend broke up with him or some shit. I don't know, like, but go ahead. So, so same, same, right? School shooting. And then I read more into the store. Four people got shot. I'm like, huh? Doesn't sound like a school shooting. It's like the rest of them, because like normally it's a lot of people get shot. Right. Like ten. Right. At least. Four, I was like, huh, that don't sound like an assault rifle. Doesn't sound like an assault rifle at all. This is before I want to know what kind of gun it is. Come to find out it was forty-five caliber pistol. Makes sense. Can't shoot 10 people with a forty-five. <laughs> it's not happening. You're not John Wick. Not happening, right? So, at that point, I'm like, bro, it's a lot to the story that we don't know yet. And then, boom, it finally came out. This kid had been bullied. Which is his parents said that, but you know, they throw that around. So I didn't dig into it, but I actually once I found out why he got released on bond. It's because they took every step and every protocol to get this alleviated before the fact. Mm-hmm. Not saying it was right. Shooting up shooting at school and taking a gun to school is stupid. It was a terrible decision he made and he's gonna deal with that for the rest of his life. Right. But his parents has been to the school, sat down with uh principals, they've Reported to superintendent. It's been reports filed. It's been several things documenting this kid being bullied. Mm-hmm. They actually play a video of this kid getting beat up. Yep. On the news. Yep. So it's video footage of this kid being bullied, and the school failed him. I agree. The school failed him. So what they're calling the school shooting sound like a kid who had got tortured, fed up. Fed up and stole his dad's gun and put it in his bag saying that he was going to protect himself. Sounds like a kid that's also untrained to use a weapon because he's a kid, which he shouldn't be trained to use a pistol. Right. right? Versus, a, you know, he could be trained to use a rifle for a hunter if you want to go into gun laws. Right? right. But like just straight up, he should not know how to use a pistol because he's a kid. I agree. He fed up, steals his father's weapon. I don't know where he got the weapon from. It doesn't matter, but he got a weapon because he's fed up and he's tired of being bullied. And you go to school and and guess what happened? They go to rob him and start beating him up. Mm -hmm. And as an untrained kid, he pulled out a gun, I'm sure fired erratically. Mm -hmm. And four people was injured. One critical condition, a 15-year-old boy, which from my understanding is the guy that attacked him. Mm -hmm. That is the school failing him. I agree. The school failed him because it should never be a point that it that he should have to feel like I need to protect myself exactly. because they won't protect me. Right. And that's why he did what he did. Now, do I think it was right that he did? No. By all means, I'm not condoning it. But when your back is against the wall, the basic nature of human survival is savagery. I learned that back in like fifth grade when we was made to watch read Lord of Flies. For anybody out there want to. A good book to read, Lord of Flies. It's about human nature. Our basic human nature is savagery. Bro. It's survival and savagery. We would do whatever it takes to survive. Big facts, bro. Big facts. That's what we do. Yeah. He made a bad decision. But the school failed him, dog. They failed him. 
And so when I not then swing back around to oh they gave him bail. See why? Mm-hmm. It's documented that this kid had been tortured. I think that um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. How I remember guns being brought to school wasn't a thing coming up for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't anything that um, I ever thought I had to worry about as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. if people got in scraps, they got in scraps. They fought, hugged it out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say hug it out, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to take this L, bro, and we're just going to call it that. You know what I'm saying? And two weeks later, y'all back speaking to each other and apologizing and doing all that kind of stuff. Nah, niggas get embarrassed quick. They get embarrassed quick. And they quick to, oh, you going to laugh at me? Show your ass. And I, I just, I'm going to be honest with you. That's probably one of the main proponents as to why I've never been a gun person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, hell, in, in the times that we living in, besides all the other stuff that we've been talking about for the rest of this episode, we got to worry about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we got to, you got to worry about protecting yourself. You have to be trained and skilled so that you're not doing erratic stuff like this. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a lot to take on. And it's a lot for us as adults to take on. So I can only imagine what the pressures as a kid mm-hmm. in today's society feel. Yeah, for this kid, uh, this kid, uh, I mean, he was trying to protect himself, bro. Yeah. He was trying to protect himself, which is, like I said, I can't say it's right. It's not right. He Taking a gun to school isn't the right thing to do. Right. But, man, I mean, I, I understand why he got bad. I feel all kind of ways about that. Good and bad. Um, I do feel the school system failed him. And a lot of times the school system failed you because you're a young black dude with little dreads in your head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If there had been a white kid that said he'd been bullied, they'd have fixed that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I believe that. On the same hand, if there had been my kid, one of the innocent boxes done to get shot, I fucked that kid up and his parents. So, I mean, that's why I said I'm all over the place about it. Yeah, but well, one thing for sure, you would never let your kid be a book. No, no, no. They ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if it was one of the bystanders. Okay, bystander guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter just so happened to be in the room oh, yeah. when it happened. You, you, you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm all over the place about it. Uh, I I come from a place. Uh, but, bro, that's why I said I can't condone. I ain't say it was right. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not attacking anything you said. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you how I feel and why. And with me, you not having kids, me having kids that go to school. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm all over the place now. Buck, I'm from a place called Atmo, Alabama. Thirty. I don't 30, know what school you went to, baby. But in middle school, there was guns drawn every day <laughs> in my city. Old school, old project, bro. Was in the middle of the hood, bro. Tackle right. one of, bro let me tell you I something. had to tackle one of my homeboys because he been shoot some random white people for say, nothing. It was high school. It was high school before I got around that many black people in school. Yeah, this I happened. Mean, like I don't look at this. I, right I, there. I had. I went to. A, I'm gonna say a 60 40 elementary school. I went to probably about a 55 45 middle school, and then my high school. It was like. Three white people. I went to HBCU <laughs> Middle School. <laughs> Big fact. I went to HBCU Middle School. Bro, the Girl. only school we went to that was close to 50-50 was Rachel Pallison, bro. <laughs> I 
I'm fact, saying what I'm saying. Fact, fact, fact. AC Moore wouldn't put more of the black folks at the end. So, fact. I went to ER. I did go to Richard Madison. I never went to AC Moore. I went to Phillips Prep and I graduated from the floor. And then people, when they find they be like, oh, so you went to Phillips, so where you go? Like, Davidson? Murphy? Right, graduated from the floor. You said Davidson. No, I graduated from the floor. No, I know where you graduated from. You said Davidson's district, though. But I'm saying, like, a lot of the students that went to Phillips with me, when they came out, they either went to like Davidson or Murphy or McGill. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then there were a, a good group of us that, you know, the black students, we were just like, we're going to flow. I think I had two classes. Is the flow predominantly black? We had three white kids. Oh, I mean, I don't know enough about it. I know, yeah. the, I know the flow yeah, yeah. was like the high end black people in Mobile. Yeah, the flow is a predominantly black school. It's in the Tomville community. So, uh-huh. yeah, I mean, which, but we legit, during homecoming, they had a, a separate category for the white people. So they could yeah. basically... Shine. Yeah. We had Mr. and Ms. Rattler. And that was for the students that weren't black that were run for that. And then, you know, uh, Miss Homecoming, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Home, like Homecoming King, Queen, whatever. And then like Mr. and Miss Freshman, Sophomore, Junior, Senior. Right. And Mr. and Miss LHS. That was... Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, in the eighth grade, I had to tackle one of my partners because he was gonna shoot the white people for nothing. <laughs> he said, "Guns drawn." Man, y'all went to school in the wild, wild west. Like, what? oh, we went to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, First off, Atmos were rough, hood, bro. Atmos <laughs> were rough, hood, dog. I mean, at that school, that was rough. Yeah, it was literally lean on me. That ain't mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, that was literally that that school <laughs> back then. Yeah, bro, it was it was treacherous. I mean, we had real yeah, race fights. East side, East side. Yeah, East side. Yeah. We had that real race side. fights in that school. For real, for real. In the middle school, bro, where they had to bring in all kind of law enforcement to separate it. Oh, no. Parents came out and fought with us. That's that's insane. <sighs> bro, the old I'm middle school was so bad they built a new one. Yeah, white folks, they done with that shit. I ain't seen my kids over there no more. But I went to both. Bro, you know what happened when kids got in trouble at the schools I went to? Mm-hmm. They went to CLC. CLC is the Continuous Learning Center. It is basically like a uh, boarding school. <laughs> well, they turn, but they don't live there. They turned that middle school into a uh, turning school. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you know, know what happened? Here. You yeah. know what happened when you got in trouble at our middle school? You went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> at more police department. Jeez. No play play. <laughs> you feel me? That's definitely, where you went. Ammo definitely came picking me for a free school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was during school and at the games. Yeah, I had metal detectors. Hey, look, look. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, we were too poor for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why all the shit was in there. Bro, and that was not just a school. At the games, niggas was getting arrested for fighting. What? Shooting at the, no, at the games at nighttime. Oh, you had to be a real hood and go okay. to a baseball game. So, with that being said... Flo had some of them moments too. Yeah, oh yeah, I know it. Bro, I mean LaFlo been in brawls that made ESPN. And really? guns, yes. And I'm talking yeah. about LaFlo big, bro. Bro, LaFlo and they they known for basketball school. Right, yeah. Like, but LaFlo, like, yeah, like a brawl happened on the football field, gunshots rang off, everybody had to leave. We was in the middle of preaching. Shit was hell. Uh <laughs> but you know what to do. I ain't know what the hell. <laughs> but it wasn't LaFlo on LaFlo, was it? No, it was like it was like LaFlo and I think it was Blunt. Yeah, see, that's why I figured another school came in and LaFlo 
But yeah. no, bro, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that was, bro, they stopped letting us play jacks. But you, but I'm talking about like, but basketball games, bro. Lafleur is a basketball school. Demarcus Cousins came from. Yeah, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like Lafleur, if you didn't get to the girls' game 30 minutes early, you was gonna be standing on the wall. If you could find somewhere to stand on the wall, it's still like that. Like when I tell you. The gym be packed to capacity, bro. I'm talking about like, bro, on top of each other, and then they be all along the sides, like where they have to tell people to get back. The flow be like that. In that gym, the flow used to go to the Mitchell Center and get more fans to come watch them play than South Alabama did in their own arena. Yeah, big facts. I like, been to the flow game, but them high school tournaments was serious. Been to the flow game. Like, bro, but, bro, and the flow was just like Atmo when it came to basketball. Bro, we couldn't play Jackson. They stopped us from playing Jackson, bro. <laughs> Jackson won the one, bro. Bamonette? Definitely Bamonette. Bro. <laughs> Jackson. Bamonette was always, though. That's our rival, that one. Bamonette always was a fight. But Jackson that was can be like a the murder. worst fight I ever been seen. <laughs> like, bro, it really looked like they was fighting for, like, the country. <laughs> Like, bro, they came out the bleachers both sides. You heard somebody on this side, this is Sparta. And that was like, <laughs> for uh, Xerxes. <laughs> is that like the worst school fight you can think of? That I've ever seen was the Jackson Atmo fight. It was the worst one I've ever seen. I've seen a bunch of Bamonette ones, but they went, they always got, like, they expected Atmo right. Bamonette to be bad, so they was prepared. They yes, did not that's know that. That's the key. Jackson and. <clears throat> The Atmo National Guard beat up for Atmo and Bamonet uh, game. Jeez. <laughs> they did not know that this was going to go down. Because it wasn't a rival. It was bad. Bro, it, you remember the scene on The Kingsman when the song went off and he was fighting in the church? Hell yeah. It looked like that. <laughs> oh, shit. It looked like that. I was like, bro, this is unreal. Like, straight middle of the game. <laughs> bad call. Bro. The girls' game. It didn't even make it to the Mills. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Bro, this bro, I tell you, this is the worst fight I've ever seen. Like a school fight, bro. In person. Bro, I was a kid. Bro, I was a kid kid. Like, I just got to the high school. And this was like, cause you know they did one game every year during hours, right? Mm-hmm. And this was that game. This was during the school hours, regular game. So it was like six, seven period. And it was like seven period girls playing. Because the actual boys game came on after school. And people just stayed for that. And the buses was going to run late and everything for people to stay for the game. Brett Jackson came. You know, they wore purple. They was deep on the other side. Purple dot. Girls game wasn't going well. I think Martisha was going off. Martisha and the Shanta, they were going off, bro. World War Three. Straight up. She was crazy. <laughs> she was crazy. I think the craziest school fight that I've ever been in happened in college. Cause I don't know if you know much about uh, like Greek life, but when we party hopping or what they call strolling, you don't break the line. Mm-hmm. That's like cardinal sin number one. Yep, you don't break the line. You will get your ass whooped for breaking the line. I almost made that mistake. My. Centennial. This was 2006. Probate. This is our when you know our new members come out. Mm-hmm. Bring new members out, bro. We had 
frat here from five or six different chapters. It was like three other chapters. From, it was Auburn was here, Tuskegee was here, A&M was here. <clears throat> we had bros came from Mississippi, from Southern Miss, and we had bros come from somewhere in Florida. I don't remember. Anyway, long story short, um, it was a couple of chapters of Kaplan there. And they didn't know how many alphas was in that building. And they broke the line. And one of the Neos from another chapter was like, y'all get up off me. And they still trying to be, you know, whatever, whatever. Next thing I know, I see push, push. I see my line break. Next thing I know, I see a chair flying across the room. World War Four. <laughs> That kind of shit. World War Four, bro. When I tell you, it looked like the Royal Rumble in the student center ballroom. It's probably why they don't let them throw parties in the ballroom. Oh, there it is. Probably our ass. You know, we'll find a way to yeah, overfight. We, yeah, we we did that. Overfight. Oh, we did that. <laughs> and I just remember the guy that came out. He was just like, "Man, this is my pro band. <laughs> Y'all stop all the goddamn fighting." Because he had friends on both sides. Yeah. But eh, stuff happens. Forget him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, man, good show, y'all. Man, I, I, I think we had some good content. Uh, I hate we being short tonight, but we're being short because we have to fly away. Yeah, y'all got a trip to take. So we gonna let Dream close us out this week, which makes me extremely nervous. Dream closing us out. What we got, bro? It's clutch. Our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means you agree with everything they believe, say or do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise conviction conviction to be compassionate. Dave Chappelle. Big facts. I read that quote recently. That, was that is so powerful. Yeah. That is so powerful. Appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for listening once again. This is The South Got Something to Say. Let's go. No, it's funny. I ain't recording none of that. I don't know how I did this. I got swats in your head. Yeah, I see. But, bro, no, you recorded something because I seen the red and I remember looking at the time on it. You most definitely recorded something.